Goldman Sachs says the market is closed. Good Wednesday to everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily Bureau Investing Podcast. Hope everybody had a good day today. This is a better day today, right? This feels a lot better if you're long. You'd rather see a day like this, especially on the day the Fed meets. We'll talk about that. Jay, Jay Powell, this was his best press conference that I've, I've seen him give. He was relaxed. He was confident. He uh, he said what he meant. He didn't... Um, he, he didn't. He, he had. He had control of the of the room, and that's not Jay Powell. So that was good to see. It, it felt like these were his words instead of him trying to, uh, to to relay a narrative. That was good to see. I, I kudos. I'm not. Uh, I'm not always not very uh, generous to Mr. Powell, but I today I am. That was a good press conference, and uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Some really interesting analytics that tell us this market should go higher from here. Uh, we've seen signs of capitulation without question. Is it enough? You know, we are in a bear market. The sellers are in control. We saw some at the close today. You know, we were up 600 points in the Dow. Next thing you know, we closed up 300. The rest of the rest of the index has held up much better. The Dow is always more volatile. But anyway, let's get into it today. I also want to tell you, um, uh, America is being red-pilled. Now, look, <clears throat> I think if you've got any degree of common sense, right, and if you're a patriot, Meaning, not Republican or Democrat, you just love your country, right? You're a proud American, right? I think you you'd have to agree with this statement, re- regardless of your political affiliation. This country is going through a wake up call as to what we want versus what we don't want. This is what we're talking about when I say the country is being red pilled, okay? Um, and I've got some evidence, I think, that really backs that up from last night. Markets first today. Dow Jones again finishing up 303 points. Uh, at, uh, uh, that's w- right at 1%. The other indexes did better and stayed closer to their highs of the day. SVO 100 up 1.4%. Russ 2000 up 1.4% as well. And the NASDAQ led the way up 2.5%. Of course, it's been, it's been hit the hardest. Uh, and of note, you know, uh, we had two, uh, two of our bellwethers, right? Two, of, two what we call market tells that we've been watching here, they're the only two, by the way, that have not violated their May 12th lows. Everything else, literally everything else has. Every major index, semiconductors, everything else, right? Tech, everything, except for the two we've been talking about, right? Those are Kathy Wood's Innovation Fund, ARC, okay? It did not violate. It was up big today. And the other is small caps. Russ 2000 also did not violate its May 12th lows, just uh, before I forget about it. Arc today, boy, it held on almost all of its gains today. At one point, I think I saw it up 7%. Still finished up 6.3% today. That's good to see. And it's good to know, again, small caps, mid caps, innovation, tech, leading edge stuff, right? These are the new bull market. I think Kathy Woods has been exactly right about that, you know, uh, even though she's been through a brutal 77% bear market in her stocks. And again, that's what tells me this is pretty much over, Okay. How much? How much worse is it supposed to get, folks? Are we supposed to have a depressionary statistics in the stock market before this ends? Uh, you know, maybe that's going to happen. Maybe this is going to be that bear market. No one has that answer. We just keep looking at the signs, okay? And the signs tell me that we're very close to the end, and that most stocks have bottomed. I've been saying that for about a month now, and I'm not changing my tune. I think that is the case. We've been in a bear market for over a year. It's our third bear market in four years. The average stock is down more than fifty percent. Again. How bad exactly do the bears think it's supposed to get? Uh, but mo- bottoms are messy, okay? Just like the trading today, a little messy. But look, it could have been a whole lot worse. Fed, the Fed raised rates today by three quarters of a percent. 
you know, I wanted 1%. You know that. Been talking about it since February. Todd and I really wanted the Fed to go much harder and show they were serious about, about inflation back in February. And they frankly should have started raising rates long before that even. They, they dicked around. They let inflation get out of control. And, you know, they, they, so it's their fault to begin with because of the money printing, okay? Uh, it's, not, it's not Putin's price hikes, right? Has nothing, has very, very little to do with Russia and Ukraine. You know, maybe, maybe at this last tail end, now we're starting to see some global, you know, food shortages and maybe fertilizers, you know, things are, uh, these countries grow a lot of crops, et cetera. So it's very, very tough in parts of Europe, right? And maybe even Asia, but not here. So Biden is a laughing stock when he says that. Uh, but uh, the Fed should have acted sooner. They didn't. But again, I give uh, uh, A plus today to Jay Powell for his press conference and to the Fed's actions today. Uh, but it, I want to, before I forget, right at about, I don't know, he'd been speaking, Jay Powell had been speaking for about 20 minutes and the market was all over the place, right? Gave up all of his gains, went negative. Dow Jones went negative by 150. And you're like, okay, Jay Powell's talking. Here we go again. We're going to have another collapse when he turns the mic on and starts speaking, right? But then he said these magic words, and the market turned on a dime. He said, 75 basis point hike is unusual. I don't expect 75, uh, 75 basis point rate hikes to be the norm. And boom, it was that was that was the that was the go signal for the market right there, and it matches again. I think that matches common sense. Aggressive rate hikes into a slowing economy is not the answer to stop inflation. <laughs> I don't know one. I know no one that would support that uh, that uh, that conclusion. And so uh, again, uh, at the end of the day, as I wrote this morning to our subscribers, I think by the end of this year, it's going to be very clear. The J. Powell and the Fed right now are making their fifth. This is the fifth major policy error, policy mistake that's happening right now, raising rates and slowing the economy. This is J. Powell's fifth major policy mistake in six years. That's hard to do, folks. It's hard to be that wrong over a six-year period of time. You and I do that at our job. We are fired, right? I, I would have, Tyler and I would have no subscribers, right, if I was wrong 90% of the time. I will say it's felt like I've been wrong 90% of the time the last year, but uh, he's literally been wrong 90% of the time with major policy errors. And uh, these are, the, the, the thing is, these aren't that hard to see. The problem is these are book smart people. They're not street smart. And they, they, they group think. They're very guilty of group think, which is why they get themselves wrapped up in these little cocoons and they make these horrible – I don't even know who they're listening to, frankly. They should listen to Ed Hyman, Ed Hyman, the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the savant economist over at Evercore. They, and, and they sh Jay Powell should read him every day. That's the bottom line. Uh, let's move on. Uh, so, again, good day today. Could have been better. However, the VIX was down today almost 10%. That's a big give up in the VIX. I think that's a signal. That's a sign. There's a tell. And the 10-year, of course, everybody's watching, 10-year closed today below 3.4%, down just a little bit in yield, but it had gotten, you know, almost to 3.5% today. And um, look, I'll just, last statement about the Fed. The Fed never leads, ever. They, they, they never lead. Not since I've been in the markets in 85 when I came a broker. The Fed never leads. They always follow. They follow. All right, that's just, that's just what they do. The markets have uh, front run, front run the Fed, fr front ran the Fed, 
uh, run to hope. They've, they've been ahead of the Fed this entire time, which is why the 10-year is yielding 3.4%. And while until today, the Fed funds rate was only 1%, now it's 1.75%. So you see the big disparity there. Um, and so, yeah, the Fed's playing catch-up, okay? But I want to remind everybody, during the 1995 to 2000 stock market boom, which is what I think we're about to enter, our, our, version, our roaring 20s that we're about to enter, and you'll be able to read all about this in our book, The Big Bribe, coming out next week. And this version of the roaring 20s that's kicking in now as this bear market comes to an end into about 2030 as the Dow uh, triples from here. That's similar to what I'm talking about with 95 to 2000 bull market when the NASDAQ went up over 500% in really four and a half years. The average yield in the 10-year, the 10-year then, the average yield was better than 5%. There were stretches where it was over 6%. Again, we're at 3.4% now. So you know, everyone gets very hyper-focused on where the 10-year and where rates are and how high they are. Are you kidding me? What? My, the, my, the, the interest rate on my first home was 9.7%. What do you mean it's high? So, again, it's all relative. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think it's good, to, it's good to put things in perspective. We tried to do that here a little bit so we didn't get too caught up in, in the highs and the lows of what's taking place. And I'll, this is a con- Jay Powell also says something else. I'll, I'll wrap with this. He is exactly spot on with this. Let's see if I can read my own handwriting here. He said, uh, the consumers are in very good shape. He's exactly right about that. Consumers, the consumer's in great shape. Corporate balance sheets are in great shape. Share buybacks are going to be finished at record highs, okay? Debt levels are extremely low, even for the consumer. Now, Zero Hedge, right? They're, they're the perma bears. And I look, I, I, I read Zero Hedge every day. But you, you, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. But they are perma bears. They, they love being bearish, okay? And you know, they're all over the story about credit card debt being at all-time high. I, I, I've been making this point the last couple of days. I'll make it again here. Yes, credit card debt isn't an all-time high. However, as a percentage of GDP, it's like in the lower, one of the lowest percentiles of the last three decades. So it's all relative, and you have to put things in perspective, okay? Uh, no, the consumer is not heavily in debt. The housing market c- continues to be very strong. Consumer net worth is near an all-time high. Uh, unemployment is three, 3.6%. I'm sorry, but how do you have a recession when unemployment is 3.6%? The answer is you don't. You don't. And Jay Powell's exactly right. The consumer's in great shape. There is no broad slowdown in the economy. Not that it won't happen, but you know, unless, unless, unless zero hedges and other perma bears, crystal ball is better than mine. I don't think that it is. Unless it's better than mine and Tyler's. They don't know. I don't know. So I'm telling you right now, the consumer is in good shape. There is no sign of a big recession. We may have one. But Frank, remember, folks, remember this is very important. This is applied throughout my career and before my career. By the time they admit you're in a recession, you're out of it, and the stock market's already up 50%. That's just the way it works. The market is a discounting mechanism, and that's just it. The internals today. We're very good. Could have been a little bit better, but you know what? I'm not complaining, really. I'll tell you why. Again, not Monday. Monday, we had 98% down volume day in YSE, okay? That's very close to the worst ever, okay? Black Monday, 1987 was the worst. was like 99.2% down volume. We're at 98% down volume on Monday. 
So again, that's, that is capitulation-esque, if not flat-out capitulation. Also on Monday, 17 to 1, 17 to 1 negative advanced decline. Okay, decliners over advancers. That is the third lowest uh, going back a very long ways, very, very close to the worst readings of, the, uh, of uh, coronavirus insanity in March of 2020. So again, that is capitulation-esque. Again, how bad does it have to get? And we're not even in a recession. So again, all of these, all of these bad readings and 50% losses on average stock, all this is happening, third bear market in four years, all this is happening. And, and, and if it's just a reset, then people will look back and go, you know what, yeah, that was a buying opportunity. Like Warren Buffett says, buy your winter coats in the summer. You know, that's when you get your deals. Okay, uh, but the internals, again, were good today. We had the 79% up volume on NYSE, 80% up volume on NASDAQ. Three, both uh, NASDAQ and NYSE, both were three to one positive on advanced declines. The negative is the continued negative, and that's new 52-week highs to lows. Today came in at a whopping 26 new highs to 718 new lows. It's just horrible readings again. You know, uh, Monday was co- almost 2,000 uh, new 52 lows. So, again, there's still a lot of damage being done. Uh, bo- bottoms are ugly. Again, you know, we, we did break to new lows. So, uh, if I was a betting man, I'd probably say we're, I'd probably say the final lows aren't in place yet. I, and believe me, I don't want to say that. But I do think that I think the Bears are still in charge to a certain degree. Uh, and until we can prove that we're out of this bear market, we're going to have to be a little nimble. And I think that's just a smart play here for now. Um, in our uh, sector watch today, again, very good here. 10 out of 11 sectors finished higher. Uh, uh, I, I don't have to name them. You know, consumers, uh, uh, consumer discretionary, uh, communication services, technology, all up uh, 25 to 3%. The only loser today was energy. Uh, energy is the energy stocks down today uh, right at 2%. XLE, the energy ETF, finally starting to give some back, down just over 2%. Oil today, as we'll cover in a minute, uh, down down, uh, down 1.7% today. Um, and that's what we really need, folks, to, to, to really signal that inflation is going, uh, going down. We need lower oil prices, don't we? You know, lumber prices are already plummeted 60%. That's a big component, of course, of building a house. Talk to any home builder, right? So we're, we're seeing all the signs that inflation should be, if not, plummeting, <laughs> moderating at least, which is what I think is happening right now. Um, and I think that, uh, I think we've seen our worst inflationary readings. That's, I'm very, very hopeful that's the case. Uh, our put call ratio, as Tyler told me today, was also was elevated today, above a one all day. And again, when the market's up this strong, that's what you want to see. You want to see people don't believe it, right? People buying a lot of puts because they don't believe it. It's like all these sentiment surveys are so bearish. I, gotta, I have to share this with you. Uh, we shared this this morning without subscribers. I'll just give you one piece of analytics today. Uh, oh, the DSI, Daily Sentiment Index. A, a lot of you follow this, of course. It's, it's one of the, it's, I don't know, it's probably one of the most respected. I don't talk about it here often. I don't, I don't take the work. It's, it's expensive and, and I can pick it up anywhere. So I don't subscribe to it, to be honest. But the DSI today came in this morning. It's uh, anything, remember, anything below 10 is uh, is uh, uh, extreme oversold, okay? And so the DSI is right now, as of this morning, uh, is at seven on the S&P 100, nine on NASDAQ, and five on bonds. It's very hard to get much lower than that. So that tells you how people are, are, are invested. They're out of the market. They think bonds are a terrible investment, and that's typically when just the opposite takes place. I also want to share one piece of analytics today. 
Again, we've had this is our fourth Fed meeting this year, right? The previous three Fed meetings resulted in big moves higher uh, for 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 either a, a couple days or a couple weeks or so. Uh, I'll tell you the specifics. After the January meeting, the uh, SP 500 rallied 250 points. I think it did it like in a week. That's like the equivalent of 1,700 Dow Jones points. So big move higher there. After the March uh, meeting, it the SP 500 rallied 200 points. All right, that's about 1,400 Dow Jones points. That happened over two weeks. And finally, the May meeting was a big 150-point move higher than SP 500 in just two days. But then the market collapsed after that because of inflationary concerns. But again, uh, this, I, th I think the market's set for a move higher on our VR investing system. We are at extreme oversold. We're on the edge of it, okay? We're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not as oversold as we were overbought last Tuesday, but we are, we are heavily too extreme oversold. We're getting there for sure. Uh, but uh, that, that's just where that sits. Um, let's go to our commodity watch today. <clears throat> um, good day here for commodities, uh, for, for the ones that we love, which of course are gold, silver. Uh, if I can pull it up. There we go. Gold today, which I think is an amazing, I wrote this morning. I think this is a period similar to the bottom in gold in the mine and silver in the miners in 2008, just before they went on a three year parabolic move higher. That's where I think we are now because Folks, the Fed's going to have to start easing again, if not next year in, two, in, in 2024, okay? Again, this is the apology mistake what they're making right now, in my opinion. And this is a great setup for precious metals and miners. Again, printing more money is bullish for this, for this group. The, 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 real, the real currencies, you know, the, the original currency, right, that have been currencies 5,000 years, that's, that, these are the ones that benefit when they print fiat money out of existence. Gold today, uh, $24 an ounce, uh, but $18.44 uh, is where it's up 1.3% 1, 1 today. Silver up a big 3.6%. Of course, it had been battered uh, closing today at 21.71. Copper up uh, just a little bit today at uh, $4.70 a pound. And finally, again, oil down 2.4% uh, at one nineteen. dollars uh, West Texas Intermediate, excuse me, uh, yeah, they're down uh, at one sixteen even. West Texas Intermediate uh, at one sixteen even. Finally, Bitcoin. You know, um, it did rally on the Fed meeting, but of course it's been battered and uh, hit a low of like uh, just above twenty thousand today. And uh, right now it's at twenty one thousand six sixteen, down three sixty five. Folks, always appreciate you listening. Uh, come and join us anytime at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. Have a great night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.